Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of Crossing Swords. As always, I'm Andrew. And I'm here to ask the questions that you didn't even know you wanted answers to until today. No, I mean, to be honest, until last night we didn't know there was any questions we didn't know the answers to. I think deep down we always knew. No, no, I feel like we're quite fulfilled, strong, deep men. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's what's on my dating There's profile. Layers. Whether I believe it or not is another question. We're like Shrek in appearance and in the fact that, um, well, me anyway, that uh, there's many layers, many layers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can find Shrek at Shrek World, is it? <laughs> that's, that's an inside joke. You don't need to get yeah. that. That's just mockery, um, pure mockery. Yeah, it's just very uh, fitting to your personality. Actually. It is. I feel like I want to, uh, should I give the context of that or not, do you think? Uh, you can do it. I'm not do it very quickly because it's one of my favourite moments. So we were playing a game, like a board night, uh, board game game. And the thing is you get a category. And the, the, this particular round, we pre-read the question to these guys. Um, so to, to it was it was big. And one of our listeners, Dave, um, listens in. And they had this thing. So we read it out, UK theme parks. And you had to, they had to then tell us how many they thought they were going to get. And Big quite confidently went, six. And, <laughs> and Dave kind of went, well, hang on, let's play it safe. Let's just make sure we get some because you can't, you can't move forward unless you get what you say. And Big just went, no, I'm taking the decision for you. Turn to the rest of us well, and went, was, six. Well, to be honest with you, he was being an indecisive little bitch. Someone had to take charge. This is six. And then he looked at, just I before we turned the, the way, timer Dave. on, he looked, at, he looked at Dave and he kind of went, six, we've got this. <laughs> Turn the time around, and these first two were Alton Park and, and Shrek World. I'm the thing was, in the moment, what I thought I'd said was Alton Towers, Fort Park, uh, Chesington, uh, and then um, Shrek World, because I thought Shrek World was a real thing. What they heard was what Jake said, which was Alton Park and Shrek, Shrek World. World. <laughs> first two, straight out the blocks. And then, look, literally, Dave fell on the floor laughing, he was in pain. And I'm sat there thinking, like, what's wrong with these people? It's hilarious. <laughs> I yeah, just you smashed get it. four. You didn't get it. I just smashed four. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Very amusing. Shrek World. Shrek World. Uh, so who's going to start off with the questions? Well, you don't seem to have anything in front of you. It's I've got them here. Oh, in his phone. On oh, my phone. I, I did the hard work. Guys. Kind of like I wrote mine down. Like 21st century. It's no big deal. So I've got 10 overall. Okay. Sort of discuss. Some right. serious, some not so serious. Yep. So well, the first we one, haven't got the same ones. Oh, well, if we have, we have, and we just skip through them. Okay. No big deal. Like you, I'm very confident. I'm going to look you in the eyes, and I'm going to tell you we've got this. That's a lot of eye contact. That's how I roll. It's arousing and disturbing. I get that a lot. I get that. That's yeah, a lot yeah. of feedback. Uh, it's really common feedback. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> um, number one, is cereal a soup? Uh, no. Also, by the way, guys, we want you to tell us what you think. I, these I, questions so hit yeah us up. i mean yeah great please tell us what you think you can hit us um, up at swords crossing on the twitter or crossing swords underscore would, podcast doing, um, on instagram and just tell us what you think yeah i mean we weren't in the same place then at all you were no, in like we full promo mode and there's me like no it is not a soup why not <laughs> because it's just not that's not how you make soup is it but, but what, what describe how you a make soup? a soup to me jake well, it depends what kind of soup you want. <laughs> There's no soup where you just like take one ingredient and flop liquid on top of it and it makes a soup. Minestrone? No, it's more than one ingredient in minestrone. And some noodles <coughs> and some stock. Bosh. That's not soup. soup. That's not soup. That's noodles. I'm just saying that's minestrone as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> no, that's not minestrone. 
minestrone has like tomatoes spaghetti it has garlic it has god knows what else okay but what so if you if you're saying if we pick one of those cereals where they have loads of stuff in them like dried fruits <laughs> and stuff that might qualify no just flat out no yeah <laughs> well, you're not giving me enough of a reason why it's a soup just liquid isn't it liquid and some bits so literally for you anything liquid is soup can i drink it so, as a meal like as a substantial meal can i drink it <laughs> soup and it do you do you consider smoothies a soup that's a drink no but, but people, cereal isn't people use it as a meal substitute yeah but not normal people i don't know a lot of fitness people again not normal people well, and I, I say this know. as someone who's gone on a horrible. bit of a fitness journey. So you're, you're saying that anything, so you're being contradicting, basically. A smoothie's not a soup, but everything I am being is. really contradictory, just, <laughs> just for the point of being a bit of an arse. But, it, but it's not a soup. I mean, I've dragged it out as long as I can, I agree, I don't think it is a soup. No, that's fair enough. But it's, a, you know, I don't have like a, a, a real definition for why it's not a soup. It's just a gut feeling. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think for me, like, soup is normal. I mean, I, I know there's, like, gazpacho, is it? Gazpacho, cold soup, yeah, that's what yeah, I was going to mention. Normally, there's not. In general, they're hot. Something that's cooked for a while. That depends if the restaurant's any good that you go to. That's a fair point. How good the service is. That's a fair point. But it's like, it's just like a gut feeling. It's like, do you know sport? Yeah. Is, is that a sport? See, I've done this a few times with a few different people we've tried to sit down and, and work out a definition of sport how do you tell it's not a sport and it's just a gut feeling is what it comes down I to I think for me what it comes down to is there a certain level of effort and skill required for it to be a sport because arguably like when you watch table tennis at the pros like, I think it's if full so, on if someone can be a, sport, a pro it? a and look like me then it's well, probably thought, not like, a sport but then you know cricket they're super fit it's a game though and it? it's not really a sport I like, yeah, like, but cricket. I really a like game. cricket Football's a game. But football, I see football is a sport to me. But it is a game. Yeah, it's a game also, but I think cricket um, is just a game. And I, it's a game I really enjoy. But uh, I think it's a sport. No, I think the standard of cricket now, like, I think maybe if we were still, like before we were born, perhaps I'd agree with you, but I think now the standard, like maybe not even before we were born, like when Freddie Flintoff was at his pomp, he wasn't the fittest person in the world. No, but he is a very naturally um, athletic. Oh, absolutely. But no, I would say now it's far more athletic than it used to be. Anyway, I've sidetracked. Sorry, um, if you want to flash one out, and we'll we'll throw what, it out to the people. Okay, what orange came first, the fruit or the colour? I mean, historically, or like I mean, in terms of think, the, the, what do you the think came first? dictionary definition. I mean, I don't, I don't think they would have said. Well, the orange. Well, I think oranges were around before the English language. Mm. But would it have been called an orange then? Well, I think yeah, because I think I think. I think like people chose the colour like based no on the thing. No one walked up to a banana for the first time and went, banana. Do no, you know what I mean? Like, there's like a few things that are, that are um, yellow, food-wise as, as well. Like there's a few yeah. different yellow foods. There's a few different like there's lots of green foods. No real blue foods. Not naturally occurring blue foods. That's just a thought to ponder on, <laughs> and I'll leave it there and go. But. Orange. I feel like you're making me feel like I'm ingesting a lot of blue food that I shouldn't. There's, be. There are a lot of orange stuff. But let's face it, how many times have you confused them? Like, I've picked up, I can, can't tell you the amount of times <laughs> I've picked up, like, tangerines, clementines, and, and oranges, all an orange. and all thought they were the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. So I think people have gone, oh, well, we'll call that an orange, and then, like, well, that's also orange. Well, the then colour. do you think what the colour came first, then? No, I think the thing, I think the colour was based on the food. What do you think? Hmm. 
well, yeah, that would make sense because they would have imitated the colour they saw there. I think so. Yeah. No, I think I like that. Yeah. It's a nice way to look at it. I can't really disagree with that. This is going to be another one of them podcasts where we're looking to disagree and we just stumble No, I've definitely got one it. question that I know you're going to have an opinion. I think I've got it. Uh, I think I've got the same question. I think I know what it um, is. I think I've got the same question. I've, uh, look, it just should popped just, into my head. Should we just wrap through the others and, and that's going to take up most of the time, isn't it? <laughs> I really hope it's the same question. Undoubtedly, I reckon it is at this point. Right, um, I'll ask a second one. I really thought I was being clever by slipping it in with my question. I thought I was as well. There you go. We're both predictable dicks. <laughs> How many holes does a straw have? Oh, I've got that have one. Have you? I have. Um, I'm sorry to take it. Well, technically, does a straw have a hole? I, that's a good... No, 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 no. That's, that's the way good, I approach it. That's a good it question. Because um, <coughs> it's designed... So, there are so few people that would take a question like that and as <laughs> silly as that and be like, I'm going to apply a real level of... Well, it was just because, like... It's not like they took a block of paper and then punched a hole through it. No, it they was designed sort of wrapped it round. To, so, like, I'm inclined to say one. I think one. I think once yeah. it's once it's complete, it if has got a hole. If through we're the saying of it. it's a hole, then it's just one. Well, it is a hole. I think this. You can't. You know, by this very definition of a hole, that's a hole. No, but I couldn't fall into it. Depends how big the straw is. No, there's no straws that big. I reckon in America, I've got a lot of girth. I don't know, though. <laughs> Breathe in. It'll be all right. No, there's no straw. <laughs> Straight no. down. Uh, that's a new, bringing a new definition to the word of being sucked off, though. Love it. Yeah. Love it. There's always time for smart on this podcast. Yeah, always. Um, right, so yeah, we're agreeing to one hole. One hole. Straw. Right. <laughs> if you punch yourself in the face and it hurts, are you weak or are you strong? I oh, see. That's yeah. That's a good question. I, I think, think you're a fucking idiot because you punch yeah. yourself in the face. That's what you're doing it when you're in a fight. If you're losing, to g yourself up to get angry, <laughs> punch yourself in the face. I learned that. Yeah. Shout out Barry. I learned that. I really hope that's true. Um, I think it's kind of it's all about. See, it's not. I don't think it's got anything to do. It's got to do with your pain tolerance, isn't it? Yeah. It's not. But I think that's what. But like. Do you consider someone with a lower pain threshold weak and someone with a stronger one like, stronger? Or I is don't it just think, see, I don't think I'm very strong, but I don't think I have a very high pain threshold. I think if I punched myself in the face <laughs> and gave enough welly to it, it'd hurt. Yeah. And I'd probably start cussing and swearing. And well, the thing is, I actually don't think I could punch myself in the face that hard. I think something would always stop me. bring yourself to it. There's a, a self-defense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but say that wasn't there, I think, yeah, it would fucking hurt if I went full whack. Do you but know what I mean? Is that because you think you're strong or because you think you're weak? That's the question. Uh, I think, no, I've got a higher pain threshold now than I probably ever had in my life since having tattoos. Um, but I don't think I'm that strong, so it's a bit of both. A bit of both. Yeah, it's an interesting balance, isn't it? It's a very mm. fine question. And what we're really saying is, We've brought these interesting debates to the table and we don't really have an answer to them, some of them. No. I think it's up to the listeners to decide. It's for you to decide. I think so. Mm. Is that a cop-out? Yeah, many people would say so. But, you know, do we care? Not at all. We're just men, for God's sakes. We don't have the answers to everything. We can try. We can talk about it. But much like women, we'll talk about it to the point of 
We don't have a point. It's nice. It's good. I think. Didn't you mug off women in a previous episode as well? Yeah, I've, I think like there's You're been consistent. this reoccurring theme, and it's quite funny because I actually quite like women. I come across. Can I just say that sounds like such the defence of a misogynist <laughs> that could not be any more the like thing a defence. Once you get labelled a misogynist, it's impossible to, to crawl out it. of that hole. Like I could go around doing shitloads for women for charity, and you know, like literally saving women off the streets. And you'd be like, it's just doing it for the attention. Well, Do you know what I mean? That's like, the it, thing. Like I can, I can picture straight I could be away doing someone that now, being not telling any of you. Someone being labelled a misogynist online, and their first offence is to come out and say like, "No, no, no! I actually, <laughs> how can I, how can I hate women? I like women. I, do like I love women. women. Look, to be honest with you, if I'm being honest, would it make life incredibly easier to be gay? Probably, to be honest with you. But sadly, that's just not the way I roll. No, well, not most days. No, you know, there's there's the odd occasion when there's been a few drinks and. Be Spanish, and I mean, sorry, that's a different um, conversation. Yeah, didn't we say we wouldn't talk about that in public? Well, but we weren't talking about Raúl, no. No, no, that's fine. We'll Shit. just move on. We'll just move on. I, yeah. I didn't hear it. That's fine. I don't think, I don't think they did it. either. Um, so, what's the, uh, your next? It's one? Ne- well, Maybe is that not? Is that not your next one? Oh no, you punch yourself. Um, but this is a bit more of a serious how we, one. How do we get to Raúl for punching <laughs> himself in the face? Because he was a very aggressive lover. Uh, that was probably it. So this is a bit more of a serious one. Have you heard, and I'm sure you have, um, and I'm sure a lot of people have, thanks to Marvel's WandaVision, uh, Theseus's ship. The, the... <laughs> Sorry, we spoke at the same time and I missed completely what you said. Have you heard of Theseus's ship? The ship no. of Theseus? Uh, no. It's it's this, this philosophical ponderance <coughs> that says... <coughs> If you replace bit by bit his ship, if you replace the outer hull and then the mast, yeah. at what point does it become a new ship? Or is it always the same ship? You know, it's Trigger's broomstick from Only Fools and Horses, for those of you that are less inclined towards Greek mythology. I don't like Only Fools and Horses, so... Um, but, you know, Trigger's broomstick, as he says, you know, here's a picture of me and my broomstick. I've had that for 14 years. It's had 19 new handles and 12 new heads. And they're like, well, how the hell is it the same broomstick? He's like, where's a picture of it? I don't, what do you want? Um, so it's this, it's that I debate. think once you've probably hit the 55% mark, 51% mark. Did you just think 50 and then thought that's too low? I need to go a little bit higher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 51% because it's the majority, isn't it? So. Um, 51%, then it's a new ship, I would say. That's fair enough. See, I'm not sure how I feel about it. All right, maybe 75. <coughs> I mean, are you just going to keep upping the number till <laughs> I agree with you? <laughs> maybe. Uh, no, I'm sticking to 51. You're sticking to 51. It's a good Brexit number. We like that here. Yeah, what about you? I don't, I don't know. I think, because obviously, and I know this is the whole point of having these debates, there's an argument to be had for both. There's an argument to be had that it's as long as you replace it bit by bit, once once you put something new on and it blends in with the old, it's now part of the ship. It's now part of the ship of Theseus. So then by the time you replace a new bit, this bit over here that you've replaced is a part of the ship. Which doesn't really make sense the way I'm saying it, but someone will follow my logic. Well, I think it depends. If it's done over like a long period of time, to say, like, this ship is in service for 100 years, and over the course of that 100 years, every bit of the thing has been replaced at some point, then it's still the same ship. But if you were to literally build a ship, 
and then start the process immediately. Equally then, and, and this is a way to think of it that kind of I've just realised does change my perspective on it a little bit, is if, if you went to like a museum mm. and you went, I'm going to stand on the ship of Theseus or whoever, and you, and you go, this is amazing, I'm a part of history, you go, but actually every single piece of this ship has been replaced slowly but surely over the last 500, 600 years or whatever. Obviously, I'm not picking Theseus for that 500, 600 year span. I'm thinking more sort of Elizabethan era. Yeah. Um, and I'm, and you think, well, then I'm not really part of history because n- nothing that I'm touching <laughs> has been touched by, you I've, know, I've Sir Walter Raleigh or so whoever it is. I think it's more of an argument of, um, is it dismantlement or repair? It's, it depends on which way you choose to look at it. If you're looking at is it was a, it's lost something every time it's been repaired or every time something's changed. <coughs> or you can choose to see it as it's just been fixed, it's just been added to, it's been yeah, repaired. So I think it depends on which way you want to look at it. And it is a very interesting part, and it's particularly even more interesting for the trigger's broomstick because that's only two parts as it is. Yeah. So as soon as you break it apart, does that then become a new broom? Or as long as you're still using I one mean, of the old parts, I'll, does I'll, it carry over? Uh, I don't know. That's a really that's still difficult. I would say probably it is difficult for something with two parts. I would probably say no. Once you've changed both parts, you've it's essentially a new got a new thing. Um, but as long as you still got one of the old bits, it's still the old one. But the second you replace that, it's yeah, now entirely yeah. new. So let's like, say it was a broom that had a bit of string on the end of it, and somehow he was choosing to keep that bit of string on it. You could probably argue it was the same broom, but because everything's been changed about it, I suppose, in a smaller space of time, yeah, it becomes a whole new thing. And then if you expand that theory out to the ship, does that does that carry the same? No, because at, at some point it's all new. None of it's the original ship. In theory it's new, but because of the fact it's being used and weathered, it's not. Yeah, it embeds itself, yeah, it yeah, becomes yeah. part yeah, of it. Yeah. yeah, I think that's probably the fairer way to look at it. Smaller um, things. But I think for yes, something like a broom, things, yeah. yeah. We're allowing a, yeah. little, a lot more leniency. Yeah, I but think I, say, I do fair. think I would feel a little bit um, robbed or upset if I went and, yeah, it's like, oh, this is water. This I is mean, you wouldn't consider the thing brand new, do you know what I mean? Like that ship. Or if you went out and you were like, this is the no Beagle, this is Darwin's ship. And yeah. you went, oh, I'm touching, look, this this bit. And you're like, actually, he never touched any of this. This has all been replaced. Yeah, You cannot touch a single part of this ship that he also touched. Then yeah. I'd be like, well, it's not really his ship, is it? It's a replica of his ship. It's a continuation um, of his ship. It's sort of not quite a replica, but somewhere in between. Oh, I don't like know. Like a continuation, but it's not technically not. I think it's hard to eradicate the history of the thing just because it's had replaced parts. Um, if it was replicated... Like that I said, you, you lose that connection to the history of it. You know, I can't touch a single bit of this ship that's also been touched by, mm, by I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, and I don't know why I don't necessarily don't, agree with that. It's only in that scenario, for um, me, that I switch to being, it's new. In all other scenarios, yeah. I'm kind of like, it's the same ship. But in that scenario, I do... I guess Maybe it's so. kind of a selfish bastard. I guess so. Um. Well, yeah. If you haven't been on something that a famous person ever touched, then no, you can't boast. I've touched something that someone famous touched. Yeah. Um, but no, I guess it's the history of the thing. I guess in that situation, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Um, no, it's a difficult one to be honest. But I think in general, smaller, 
it's brand new, older, no. Sure, larger, I mean, yeah, no, no. that's fine. Um, right, next one. Um, how far do bald people go when washing their face in the shower? Oh, when does it become their, their, yeah. their... I think there's a clear... Um, I think it's about... I mean, this is only going to work if you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> and even then it might lag. I think it's about here-ish. Yeah, I think we're in agreement on that. I don't think you're washing your I think even a, even a really receding hairline yeah. stops about there. It never yeah. gets further than sort of there. Maybe a little bit behind where mine is. Yeah, It never really gets further than there. So once you're up here, even though ten- you're washing skin... Yeah, like what you're washing your, you're not washing your face anymore. Yeah, I think that then becomes your head. I think we agree on that one. Oh, that's cool. Okay, nice. Uh, I'll do. Do you think? Ro- do you think you'd work? Do you think you'd rock the bald look? I did it when I was really young, um, and I had like people started finding me more intimidating. No, um, and then like my really, fle- really feeds into this idea that people sometimes look at you and see a bouncer. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is a. Something we were discussing just before we came on the pod, because um, I come wearing a puffy G lay and yeah, and he keeps refusing to keeps refusing to do security at all my events. <laughs> well, that's because I'm not actually good at security. You don't need to. You listen. Everything about me is image. I mean, I did just once. Look good. One of my favourite ever moments was we were going to a ladies' night event, at a, a round table event. Do you remember? I remember some of it. I got um, quite drunk for that. Yeah, I don't did. remember a lot of it. Well, we went for pre-drinks at a local pub just down the road from here and we were oh, all yeah. suited and booted. Do you remember? Yeah, tux- well, not tuxes, but... Well, I went outside for a fag with one of yeah, our sort yeah, of yeah. listeners, Alex, who's a long-time who's friend. New, he's a new listener, I'll give him that. Oh, is he, he is actually listening now? All right, fair enough. Uh, well, to one of our listeners, Alex, and uh, he went in before me because he smoked some quite quick. And uh, I was just stood at the door smoking a cigarette and this young girl went to walk in, saw me. And showed you her ID. And went to get her ID out. Um, and I just laughed and went, no, I'm not the bouncer, and let her in. And then there was an old guy out there with me. He was like, mate, come on, for the next one, if it happens again, you've got to do it. And these two girls got out of a cab and came to the door and went to walk pot. They sort of looked at me as if, like, is he the bouncer? And, and I just went, well, girls. IDs, please. And they went, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. And uh, do you know what the thing <laughs> and is, And I looked at you, I proper checked and was like... Two uh, things yeah. stand out to me for that. What? One, um, very Wayne Cousinsy, Very, very abusive power. What do you the mean? power you don't even have. <laughs> I took the power, Jake. You took the power. That's what you have to do sometimes in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know, To sure, all the people out there sure. in abusive relationships, take your power. Is this like one of those get help podcasts now? <laughs> Oh, I think it Ladies, helps. you've got to take that power. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need no man. <laughs> and ironically, it's a story about me taking power from women. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what what this podcast is doing you no favours in is the misogyny. It really uh, isn't. It really isn't. Um, I completely forgot what the second thing that it screamed to me was. But well, the first one was that I stole power. I took it. Yeah, you, it. You, you sort of stopped people and let them in and... It was literally only a couple of people. I didn't like. I wasn't stood out there for an hour. Do you know what I mean? Well, no, that was the other thing that actually stood out to me. And now I remember it was. Let's be honest, um, and not a lot of people won't be surprised. This it was quite a lowbrow pub, and I think probably some people thinking there's no way this place has bounces. 
Well, that's the thing. I was, to be honest, I didn't even think it would be a thing when I stepped outside. We were getting a lot of looks because no, obviously like because we're, t- we we're dressed out. up. It's yeah. a low brown pub, and we're there in suits. Yeah, so and we bow looked, ties and shit. We either looked like we were there for a funeral or in a bow tie. Who goes to a funeral in a we bow tie? Some one bloke thought I was some rich bloke's son that was there, like slumming it. Did he? Yeah, I take that as a compliment. I I didn't know because it was sort of like. I just looked like I'd won the jackpot in a charity shop or something. Like I'd come across <laughs> some rags and been like, yeah, that would do. Um, but no, that was a really good night, actually, to be fair. That was a great night. And and from what I remember, there's I, I remember like little glimpses. So I remember, as we already mentioned, Dave, I remember being on Dave's shoulders on the dance yes, floor. Yes, And I remember it was one of my favourite moments. It was like, it's such a white person thing, and I appreciate <laughs> that. But so... Um, the DJ kind of like, right, that's it. That's the end of the night. And everyone was like, no, Mr. Brightside, you've got to play Mr. Brightside. And he's like, no, that's it, end of the night. And we, <laughs> everyone in the room started singing Mr. Brightside a cappella just to ourselves and raving to it. Yeah. And then eventually the DJ relented and put it on and was like, all right, actually, last one. And I, that was a great moment. It's a very, nice. white, it's a very white person song. I think I might have been outside that. when all that was going on. Yeah, probably watching the door. Yeah, probably. I think I probably was. <laughs> probably eyeing up any... Vulnerable women that can come in that you can take their ID. I didn't take their ID. I looked at their ID. Yeah, just enough to get their address. And their, uh... <laughs> no, no, no. Just checking their date of birth. Right. Didn't want to get into any trouble. Chat. Um, well, who's who's just gone? I've, I've completely lost uh, it. It was me because it was bald and the oh, head. Oh, the bald and... thing. Okay, is a burrito a sandwich? Uh, uh, no, it's a wrap. Interesting. Is a wrap a sandwich? No. No. A sandwich is two bits of bread, some in but between. But a wrap is one. Yeah, like a roll is, I would put in the sandwich category, uh, but it is considered a separate thing in this country. Um, but yeah, like a wrap. we're connoisseurs of sandwiches in this country, really. Wraps are different, I feel. Yeah, wraps, you need a good beat. You need a, a good flow. <laughs> yeah, some good lyrics. a bit of eight mile on in the background. Yeah, just to get you in that headspace. Yeah. Yeah, what about you? Yeah, I kind of do put it in a bit of a sandwichy category. I think anything. I, f- I think look, it's in the family like filling and bread. It's like in the periphery of what you would have for lunch. The things like wraps. Sandwiches, well, yeah, I think rolls. anything that you can, anything that you can. First of all, you know, it's a filling and bread. It's a traditional so meat. Would bread, you but, call but also you can hold it. You can hold it. Um, no, that's pastry. That's not bread. Mm. But it's hmm. like a yeah, but that's like my definition. No, I think I think you're being unfair. I was the bake off. I know the difference between a pastry and bread. <laughs> pastry and bread. <laughs> yeah, but they both require baking. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but they don't require. Um, you don't need to prove pastry. Well, you, you just get against. And also, mate. pastry is not pastry anything. dough. It's um, it's pastry bread. No, you still bake it. I'm just, yeah, you know, I think there is a clear definition process. between pastry and bread. Well, at some point, both go in the oven. That's all I know. But I'm I'm saying for me. <laughs> If it's if it's a bread and filling type thing, I feel like you're not taking thing, the bacon into it. it. <laughs> because what about a sausage roll? Again, pastry. Again. <laughs> Do you know you what? Just... I've just noticed that it's irritating Jake, and I'm just. <laughs> okay, well, what about this one? Because this one came up. What about hot dogs? Um, would I consider it a sandwich? Um, uh, I suppose so, but you don't consider it a sandwich because you're eating a hot dog. Again, it goes back to that thing we said earlier. It's a gut feeling, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And that, that 
you could call it a sandwich, like a sausage sandwich, I guess. But <clears throat> but that's uh, yeah. I suppose technically you could call it a sandwich, but I don't feel it's a sandwich. Uh, go on, name another pastry. Rile me up. Go on. <laughs> Thing is, you got me, you, you stopped me in my tracks with a hot dog. To be fair, um, I had to do I, something because I was going to hit the roof. <laughs> I was getting, I was, I was building up. The thing is, uh, <coughs> yeah, <laughs> I could just see after the first one. Oh, actually, this annoyed him. I'm going to keep going. Um, oh, thank you. Uh, what's the next one? Right, why do we say we slept like a baby when babies notoriously don't sleep well? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where that comes from. Mm. Some babies do sleep quite well. Some do. Um but most I would say No, certainly early doors they kind of mm. there's a there's a big there's a there's a longer period where they're not sleeping consistently. What about slept like a log? I don't get where that comes from. Well a log don't move, does it? <laughs> Is it that simple? I reckon so. Oh, fair enough. Like I slept like a log, like what that thing that never goes. Yeah, slept like a baby. Mean. What did you wake up multiple yeah, times crying. screaming and shitting yourself? I mean, weirdly, there will come a point in later life where I do sleep <laughs> like a baby. We've all been there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm. You know, to be We've honest, all had an accident. that night out, uh, the ladies' night, that ma- I may well have slept like a baby that night. I don't remember much of it at all. <laughs> oh dear. Right, have you got any others? Yes, yes, yes. I have got some. I have got some. Let me let me move through them. Okay. So I'll leave I'll leave the one that we got to last, but this kind of dances around it, I think. Okay. Um toilet paper over or under. What do you mean? Like do you have it the when you put the roll on the wall? Either. Do you have it you're not bothered about I'm it? I'm not that worried. You don't have a preference. I mean, if I was gonna choose, like if I was bothered. If you're about doing it, it, like do you do it the same toy way every time or do you mix it up? Because you're weird if you mix it up, man. I think I mix it up. You're fucking weird. Um, Who does that? It just doesn't really bother me. I think it goes easier if you have it over. Over. That's my preference. Um, Over. But like, if it's under, I I don't like it. Under, you're like pulling it round and that. Over, it's more so. If I walk into the bathroom and see it's under, I'm not like throwing it at my mum's head going, oh! Do you know what I mean? I see, I am. And your mum doesn't like it when I walk into her house and throw toilet paper at her. She's not a fan of that. She's asked you to stop several times. She has asked me to stop many times, but she keeps putting it under. That's why we have to do the pod over here. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm so tempted to go around your house, your bathrooms, and because he's got more than one, guys. Turn um, <laughs> the toilet rolls. Yeah, you know, it's no big deal. It's no big thing. It's no thing. I swear to God, I don't though, know why I it will end the podcast. I, have, I don't know why that. What What would end the podcast? You start fucking oh, around with all the toilet paper. <laughs> I swear to God, if you if you turn around and then stick sausage rolls on top of them, that's it. <laughs> We're through. <laughs> And go, here's a sandwich for you. Nothing, I love a sausage roll, but if you leave a little (laughs) note saying, I left you a sandwich. Don't get any from Tesco, Asda, and there was another one at the moment. Why are they dodgy? Contaminated, yeah. Are they? Contaminated with what? Several of the uh, plastic and wrong expiry dates. That's what you want. Plastic. That's what you want in a sausage. I'm not being funny. All the best sausages are cheap as shit, and they're filled with crap. Yeah, I mean, all the ones are, that like, oh, they're really I mean, good, and we've only put right, really good while bits. While we're here, look, we're talking sausage rolls. Favorite sausage roll. There's only one for me. <sighs> I mean, it probably is Greg's, isn't it? Yeah, they do got, do a good sausage roll. I think roll. what I like about the Greg sausage roll, and I know this isn't what we came here to talk about, but I'm passionate. No, but about look at it us. There's always here. an opportunity to discuss it. I feel like roll. now I'm here. It's rude not to talk about it, and that's that. There's a there's like a mix in that thing of like. It's greasy but not greasy. 
Oh, it is quite greasy. It's, like, it's quite greasy. Um, no, but it's not on the right side of greasy, so it feels bad, but it tastes good. It does taste good. Yeah, it does taste good. They've got um, a good texture to it. With or without ketchup. Well, I don't like ketchup, so I said no. Oh, no Jesus Christ. Talk about something to add the podcast over. What do you have with your chips then? You just have dry just don't chips. Need them. Depends what you have. You can have barbecue sauce, you can have mayonnaise, you can have Fair beans. Enough. But like, you don't just go dry, do you? Sometimes. Oh, right, uh, is it my turn next? Your turn next. And then are we doing the big one? Well, no, I've got a couple more after that. So. Okay. Uh, can you stand backwards on a flight of stairs? I see what you mean. That's yeah. a very good. It's, it all depends on two things. It blew my mind when I thought about it. Depends honest. on two things. What? One, the direction you've come from. Two, the yeah. direction you're going to go in. Because it's something you're not going to live standing on the stairs, right? At some point, you're going to move. No, but like, even if you went on to the stairs <laughs> and turned around, you're still. It, it doesn't matter because you're comfortable traveling in either direction. I think what you could consider backwards is if you stood. Like with one foot on one and one. Equally, row. what about this? If You've someone got back facing over the wall, the stairs. Oh, and I'm throwing in some context here. But what if you're having a conversation with someone, or you're playing catch with someone, or something up the stairs, and you go halfway down, and then you turn around from them? Is that now facing backwards because the focus is at the other end? Well, yeah, but you're not on the stairs. The question is on a flight of stairs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're on the stairs. You go down the stairs or up the stairs or whatever, and then turn away. But you from have the to person. be st- both standing on the stairs. Oh, do you? Well, yeah, of course you would. If you're at the bottom of the stairs but not on the stairs, then yes, you could have your back to no, the no, stairs. No, no, no. Like someone's at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. For example, talking to you. On the step you, or off of it? Or off of it. And you're on the stairs halfway right. up and you're talking to them. And then yeah. you turn around. You're on the stairs, but are you now facing backwards because you're facing away from them? No. Because <laughs> you're travelling in the direction you want to go. But then you turn around and you come back down. It was never your intention to go all the way up. Yeah, but you've. You changed your mind. Your new direction of travel is the other way, so no. I don't know. I think you can be backwards on the flight no, stairs. No, I don't think you can. I think only if your back is like facing the wall or I think like the it, depends, it depends what direction you've come from, what direction you're going in. If you go halfway up and you've got no intention no, of going like, way no up, one goes around. On, the thing is, though, no one goes on the stairs to just stand on the stairs. Grand old Duke of York. I bet he did it. Duke no. of York. What are you on about? You know, when he was up, he was up. When he was down, he was down. <laughs> no, when he was neither halfway up. No, I don't and he was either up nor down. That. You know, he he must have done it. He, he stares in his house must have been a nightmare. I have no idea what you're talking about. You never heard the Grand Old Duke, Duke of York, the, oh, the, the, like the kids' song, the nursery rhyme? No. The Grand Old Duke of York had 10,000 men. He marched them up to the top of the hill and then back down again. <laughs> right. When they were up, they were up. Familiar. When they were down, they were down. And when they were, in, when they were neither halfway up, when they were only halfway up, they were neither up nor down. Right. You don't know that? I, I might well, no, have like it. a tit who's just fucking... I mean, yes, you do look Quoting like a tit. Quoting nursery rhymes, like, in a very serious manner. Yeah, you do look like a tit. Well, yeah, but that's got nothing to do with this. <laughs> right, so we'll have to agree to disagree. Yeah, we will have to agree to disagree. I like that. We've had too many where we've just gone 30 seconds in, ask <laughs> the question, yes or no, move on. Yeah. Okay, so I've got a few more very quickly. So, do you put your socks on first or your pants on first? And is there a, a, a better way, a wrong way? I have done it either. I think sometimes, if I'm completely naked, pants. Me too. Um, but like, 
say like you're getting changed, you've just put some socks on, you go, oh, do you know what, I could do a change in my pants, then the pants would come off and the pants come on. But then you've already had the pants on, you know, first thing first, you put the pants on in the morning. They were the first things that went on. Well, like, normally they're on from the night before. Yeah, but you... But you know what I mean? If you're, like you said, completely naked... Yeah, pants they go, on, go first. on first, yeah. Okay, um, when you're doing up a, a shirt... Do you do the buttons from the top to the bottom or bottom to the top? Top to bottom. Yeah, I do top to bottom. Yeah. But I don't think there's a right or wrong I, way with that. You know, I'm I think like that. from the bottom, like, like, I can't. I think yeah, there's no right or wrong way with that. Though, no, I think, I think you just do what you do. Yeah. Um, okay, couple more like seriously ones. Should homework be banned? It's a difficult one. I think kids need it because they have to learn that not all time is their time to have a laugh and, like, sometimes you need to be serious. But, like, having seen my sister have to do homework with my nephew, more than anything, it's just punishment for the parents. Yeah. Um, And I think, especially when parents, like, nowadays more than ever, have to juggle so much for them to have to somehow find time. Because, like, especially for, like, a mum that's trying to get back into work, for example, their working day would need to be something ridiculous like three or four hours so that they could still fit in everything they need to do for their children it's nice trying to win women back on side i like it <laughs> well no i think for all parents whether no, it's a dad I, at I, home or i do think i feel quite strongly about this i think i would probably say yes ban it i think definitely ban it and i think there's a few reasons i think one like you said it ends up just being a nightmare for the parents yeah two quite frankly if you can't if you can't teach teach my child in the time that you're allotted, either give yourself more time, yeah, or be more efficient. You know, get better. At I it. think. But also, fu- that, I think that the was my opinion as a child. Homework, That's not my opinion now. Maybe much. I think the main function of homework is to find a way to continue the learning process, not just when they're with you to sort of refresh your knowledge on certain aspects of what well, you're studying. I think there's going to be plenty of time. You sort of said something in your answer. To this there's going to be plenty of time when. You don't have any time for yourself. Yeah. When your time, when your time is not your time, it's always someone else's time. There's mm. always something to do. So when you're a kid, like make the most of that fact that you've got so much time that is your time. Yeah, like I let's think that's not fair. let's not punish not that. <clears throat> but and I think at the same said, time, it just ends up being. And also, the only other thing, though, like I said, ultimately I said I would ban it, but I think there are other things to consider. Like at some point during their life, like once you get to secondary school, and particularly when you're doing stuff like A levels onwards, and then going to uni, you're going to have to get used to doing work outside of class time and either coursework or um if you do it's whatever you're doing for your course in uni whether it's your dissertation or you know whatever it is yeah fair i mean that's a fair um, that's a fair thing to throw at me certainly i'll say is it mm-hmm. um but yeah so i, I did would my say dissertation in two days but like you. if you then went through your Just entire education or most of it having never been expected to do work outside of learning time to then have that no, amount and of I, work I can respect a, that argument but i think e- also, there's um. So there's pr- perhaps a balance. To also, be found. it comes a point when certainly when I got into like high school, it's like it never gets done anyway. You can set it all you want, but no one's doing it, and they're just going to find ways to forge. But I think they proper follow it. up on it now, though. Like my sister has like this little book, and she has to write in it every day what pages he read, what work he. Yeah, so done. this is what we had to do. We had uh, we had planners. And if that's not done, like my sister will get follow up emails. Or yeah, phone so we had we had planners, and we used to have to write in the homework and stuff. And then our parents used to have to sign it at the end of every well, yeah, week. So and we, our forger did it. I mean, everyone just forged it, like literally everyone in my class. When they said 
right, Thursdays or whatever it is, to, you know, at lunchtime, don't forget, I'm going to be checking planners. Everyone would say to start it alphabetically through the list, yeah. through the register. Literally everyone got out their plans and started forging it. I think Every single one of us, without fail. Good the first kids, couple, bad kids. The first year, kids, maybe my parents were quite good at making sure I'd done it and were signing it off legit. And then I think my school just stopped being as hot on it. Well, I know someone who has um, a sort of, it's, it's called pathological demand avoidance. I forged it a couple of times when I genuinely hadn't done the work. And um, and so, and I know, actually, I know a few parents who have kids who have this. Um, it's called pathological demand avoidance. And it's usually found in um, sort of quite low functioning autistic, not no, not low functioning, but it's, it's found in autistic people. And what happens is it ends up causing a meltdown anytime you ask them to do anything. Mm. And so what happens is particularly once they've made the distinction between school is school and home is home, if you try and impose something okay. on them and get them to do it, they just melt down. And what it is is a fucking nightmare for the parents, even more yeah. so. And we've already expressed that it is a nightmare for parents as it is. Yeah. Even more so. No, that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, okay, ready? This is one. Are we already living in a dystopian future, i.e. from the perspective of someone from the past? Would they look at what's happening now and consider it, you know, particularly here in Britain, would they consider it a dystopian future? I think it's close. It's very close, isn't it? Th- From our perspective. It's difficult um, to argue as a working class person looking at like my prospects in life going forward um, and for most people in my situation going forward. In this country in particular, it's not a very... Well, it's not, not a positive one, but it's certainly not what you would expect. No, but particularly this last like two or three months where we've had rising energy prices and energy firms going bust we've had um, a fuel crisis where no one's been able to get any fucking petrol and it's all it, it's and obviously there's well, reasons for yeah. it and contextually there are a lot of yeah. reasons for it and it's calmed down either but it's like there's quite a lot of incidents that would fit perfectly in a film yeah of i a mean dystopian future and they're happening they're real things like um we're killing we're killing livestock because we don't have the people to yeah yeah or because we haven't got the... Um, uh, to farm them. Yeah. Um, but, like, even at the moment, like, I would have never seen homeless people around where I live before, growing up. It's it's big, yeah. And now it's a regular occurrence. Well, a lot of them um, are still and I don't, in and I don't say that in the sense of, oh, God, it's like... A, I just find it desperately sad, and I can't believe it most of the time. Um, and it's one of the reasons I don't like going uptown to London because it's all you see when you go around. I find it impossible to walk around and not see homeless people. And also we're um, living in an era where, and I know we try not to make the non-political ones political, we're living in an era where in a giant pandemic hundreds of thousands of people have died and the government are basically turning around and telling us flat out to our face, no, we didn't say the things that we said before, we didn't <laughs> make the decisions, and they're not being called out on it, they're just like, oh, that's okay, Get we're just all meant it. to pretend that they never did yeah. what they did. That's it's the quite dystopian. The thing is, though, and also, um, if we look back to what we talked about when the pandemic was first happening, we predicted that would exactly Yeah, happen. yeah, yeah. I said my fear was that come the next time we have a general election, they would have had enough time after the pandemic to make everyone um, forget it. Yeah, basically. Um, and I, to be honest, I don't think people bought into the the real narrative that this government massively failed mm. and has massively failed as long as the Conservatives have been. In power. No, I think I think definitely, as you said, if it's not, um, it's what it is. Is I think. I think the answer is yes. I think from the perspective, certain perspective of the past, we are living in a dystopian future. I think 
living in it, it's very hard to accept that because that means admitting that you are living in dystopia, far from <laughs> ideal situations. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, though, in reality, our version of dystopia compared to someone in the Middle East or you know somewhere where there's actual genuine conflict going on that's horrific, and you know, I mean, if you lived in Gaza at the moment, but there's always that argument that there's somewhere worse, isn't dystopian. There? Um, you know, if you and if it doesn't you ever, mean what we're going through isn't important, but it does help lend perspective. If you ever read 1984 or watch it, and I've never, I should say, at this point, I've never Orwell, actually seen it? it. Yeah, but part of the thing is their whole thing is they're always at war. The country's always at war, and mm. the fighting's always over there. And it's always like, no, they've got it worse off. Yeah, yeah. you know the fight. You know, trust us. Okay, mm. you guys have got it really, really. You know, yeah. it's always worse over there, and so that there is an element of that. No, I think there is, um, but yeah. Shall we get onto the big one? Yeah, so I want to. Uh, do you, who do you want to? No, you can do it. You can do it. Right. So I wrote a cheeky question down, and I've, I think we've. It's come up before, up. basically. Uh, for us. Wh- why does my podcast co-host want to kill me if he gets cancer? No, that's not what I've got. Oh, okay. Oh, hello. <laughs> Sorry. Do you want to read it again then? So yeah. Why yeah. does your? Why does my co-host? Why does want my to kill podcast me? co-host? This was from uh, someone who wrote in. By the way, yeah, yeah. Someone wrote in. An anonymous um, thing. Yeah, why does my podcast co-host want to kill me if he gets cancer or a terminal diagnosis? Uh, because he's selfish. And he's <laughs> a bad person. If hypothetically, I, this person, look, that's I, what I would I, say. To be you honest, know, I'm not saying I that can, against anyone here. I can understand the uh, the anger, not the anger, the uh, intention angry. of the one that's got the terminal diagnosis. And I think, if anything, the person who's being taken with them should be honoured. That that's what's happening. It feels really special. It does feel, <laughs> when you said it, I did feel very much like, oh boy, you know. Well, like we'll be together forever. I was, you know, my, I remember, you know, and you can listen back, you know, you can go back and listen back. My first reaction was like, oh man, do you mean it? Really? <laughs> are, you, are you sure you picked me? That's, oh my God, that's so nice. That's so sweet of you. I think you should feel honoured, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't like dying? You're being really ungrateful. He doesn't like me kid. Um, I am being really ungrateful. Do you know what? I'm not grateful <laughs> enough for my death. <laughs> The thing is, I just... I, I There's don't, no gratitude for I've, my murder. <laughs> like, to be honest, I think your family will understand. Because they know as well as I do, if I died of a terminal illness, you're milking it all the way to the bank. Yeah, but they might profit off the milking of the podcast. No, they wouldn't. You're not sharing. I, yeah, okay, that's a fair point. I probably wouldn't share. But it was a nice ponderance for like two seconds before we shut it down. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. I wouldn't kill you. I mean, I've already got it on record that you would. To, it's already there. To be honest, I probably wouldn't be strong enough at that point. I'm dying of cancer. I'll tell you what's going to happen, though. Our podcast is going to get huge because it's going to be used in a court case, in like <laughs> a really popular court case. Well, uh, then Leanne can benefit from my residuals when I'm Fuck gone. that. If you're killing me, I'm killing her. <laughs> We're going to start a chain. No, no, but the thing is, you're dead. You can't then kill her. Yeah, but I've, if you get a terminal diagnosis, I know what's coming. <laughs> no, but obviously I'm not going to tell you. What, that you've got terminal diagnosis? So you're just going to die thinking he's mad. So we're going to we're gonna sit down to record a podcast and I'm going to be like, why have you brought the knives? <laughs> no, be more subtle than Cooking that. Cooking set? No. I think I'd probably poison you. Wow. You don't cook anything for me anyway, so how's that going to work? I have cooked you dinner before, how dare you? Oh, but yeah, no, no, because, and, and well, yeah, but the thing is, now if you cook me dinner, I'm not going to eat it, am I? <laughs> You're automa- if I invite you round for a meal, you're automatically going to assume. If you invite me round for a meal, I'll probably come round and say, Rippers, 
and then <laughs> leave without touching any of the food. Rippers is an inside joke. I want it I'll to become a to, thing for the I'll podcast. I'll say to Leanne. I can picture in my head T-shirts that say Rippers. Rippers. Well, I'll, say, I'll say to your fiancé, I'll say, sorry for your loss. Rippers. And I'm out. I'm not going to stick. I'm certainly not going to eat or drink anything. <laughs> but why is my wine bright yellow? Why no, is like, my water bubbling? To be honest, you, like, I'm not going to cook you a meal to poison you. Like, I don't know. I'm going to find out where you're going to a restaurant. I'm going to pay someone. This gets higher. There's no way you've got assassination money. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> it's all the loans I took out. Shut up. It's all the loans I took out. Yeah, nothing to do with actual time. living or anything. It was just, it was just you knew that one day you might get a terminal diagnosis and you needed the assassination money. <laughs> I knew there's a chance I was not to pay some bitch, people off. You couldn't do it yourself. You look me in the eyes while you killed me. <laughs> Well, no, I'll tell you what, I'll go, no, but the thing is, even if I bribe someone, I'm going to have to go into the kitchen myself, put it in the food. You're still going to do it? <laughs> yeah. <coughs> oh, nice sorry, little guys. preview of what I'll sound like. I've had this horrific um, sort of Jesse action thing and the cough just won't shift. Fucking bullshit, you're not going to poison me, you're going to affect me. You're well, just going to come in here, coughing at me, I'm not, knowing full well that I'm asthmatic. I haven't coughed at you once. <laughs> it's because you've not got the diagnosis yet. <laughs> Right, so I'm really interested to find out what your one is now. My one I know is controversial between us. Oh, okay. When you wipe your arse, do you stand <laughs> or do you sit? So this, we did this in our little group I of friends. I did think of that. I can't that remember one. who brought it up, but all um, of us, and I swear to I God, think no, it might have been me. Right, no word of a lie. Have this discussion with your friends because you'll think the same thing that every single one of us thought. We thought, this is a dumb thing to ask. Because there's only one answer. <laughs> no one else does this differently. And, that and is... then watch the reaction and be like, how the fuck can anyone do it differently? And it just exploded. So yeah. we'll give you a little um, taste of what it was like for us because we were both on different sides of this. And it was, uh, do you stand or sit when wiping your ass? Yeah. In the toilet. Because um, I sit. And I stand. And I just don't know why you need to stand up to do it. Because like... It's such a formal thing. you think about it, and like, right, so like for the people on... Uh, Spotify or wherever you're getting this like you're not having to like reach down behind you you're going through the side what do you mean through so now you're you kind of like yeah you slightly lift up yeah slightly behind to the side how are you getting a clean wipe doing that and in my bathroom at home if I did that I'd be pressed up against the wall next to the toilet well, I'm not contorting myself got, like, look at this is it this is it we're already going in, up in and also at one point you turned around and you were like yeah but you're just wiping shit up your back and it's like <laughs> how inefficient do you think I'm, I'm like no but just logistically if you're going from the back or the side alright so if you're not wiping it on your back you're wiping it on your thigh underneath Wait, okay let me move the mic and I'll, I'll try and demonstrate to you okay <laughs> like this do. is obviously for, for YouTube for people YouTube. listening you're going to get nothing can't do it justice because the chair's not got a hole in it. Or bear in mind, I'm normally sitting on something with a hole in it. I'm not shitting on flat chairs. And also, their uh, toilet does have armrests. <laughs> so you don't even look at the tissue? Why? Well, yeah, I can look at the tissue. How? How? Because I'm not like rigid. I'm not, I'm not like paralysed. I can turn my neck. No, but like that means you're having to lift even further so you can have a. No, just wipe. Have, have a little look. Drop it. Uh, I'm not buying it. Honestly, though, if you want a good laugh, that is the that, ask that question amongst your friends. So like, you I won't go wrong. I sort of stand and squat a little bit because it opens the you arse out, and you have full access. You just don't need to do that. I think it's just you so do. unnecessary. No, you get full cleaning. Just so I, mean, I 
never had a dirty oh, arsehole. I've never, I've never, I've never like, There's no way your arsehole is as clean as mine. I'm not walking around with like, skid marks. I'll get it out. I'll show you. I'll prove to you. You've seen mine before. It was I'll fluffy, but it was fluffy. You obviously clean. didn't wipe the fluff off when you were doing your full squatting well, extension. Well, no, that's from sweating, Jake. That, that's boxer fluff. You wouldn't need to sweat that much if you wipe your ass properly. I'm warm-blooded and fat. Deal like, it's just it. so formal to, like, stand up to wipe. It's like, well, that's it's done not, now. There's nothing formal like, about wiping no, your ass. No, but it's like, it's like the child that goes to the right, urinal and I'll drops their trousers question. and pants. How many times do you use a bit of toilet roll to wipe? Well, I would never use the same bit twice. Really? You're just wasting... Well, no, I'd, I'd wipe and then sort of like readjust my, my position of holding it to get a clean bit. See, this is the and other problem. With you doing that, you can't use both hands properly because you're having to balance to lean. I'm not balancing Whereas, to lean. Well, I just sit I'm back standing, down. I'm sitting. I just I've sit. got access to both hands. I wipe once, fold it, once. wipe, and then sometimes freeze. I'm just saying, like, I don't, it's not that big a deal. Uh, I think... But seriously, ask your friends. You're wiping shit up your back and you're wasting Would you at least run? I'm not wiping shit up my back. <laughs> like, I'm not walking around The thing is, you with... wouldn't even I'm know not... if you did or not. You don't think I'd know if I had shit on my back? <laughs> How'd you see it? How'd you... Well, you'd feel it. And you'd what know you you'd when you walk it? around and you stink a shit. <laughs> I mean, that's one. But, like, you wouldn't see it. But um, would you not, though, recommend that people ask their friends this? It does get really cute. Because honestly, Um, in my head... Some people get really uncomfortable when you ask them. When you asked it, in my head, genuinely, I was like, there's only one way. Like, (laughs) there is no other... What do you mean? Like, there is no other way. And then about half the table sort of said said that they did what you did. And I was like, but why? You don't need to do that. You can just sit and... Yeah, anyway. Maybe it's it's a a bigger person thing, but Ash is a fairly big guy. Yeah, he sits. He sits. No. I, don't, I just don't know. Yeah. And Alex, didn't Alex sit? I think so. You don't need to stand. Such like, a weird I thing. just think it's far easier to clean. Much easier access. Oh, I think it's easier to clean. It's so, I really also, the strain on your thighs when you're like what squatting. What do you mean? No, but I'm not, you're not, Mark, you're not. I'm not as low as I am now. No, but you're not I mean? Bielsa, bro. You don't have like that. You don't have that no, leg power. No, but when I say squatting, it's literally just a gentle bending of the knees. I'm not. It like, just tires I'm not so slut, quickly. I'm not slut dropping. Just to, well, you've got a slut drop to get like the full open arse no, that you, you want to go you for. You want full open. You just slightly widen your legs and the arse cheeks just. You want to get like proper as if you're about to be ploughed, like full access. <laughs> no, mate. Ease of cleaning. No, that's just you. Yeah, right. Sometimes I wipe my arse on all fours and what? <laughs> no, you sit. It's just a weird thing. But uh, ask your friends. Well, look, I think that's as good a place as Yeah, because we're not going to resolve this at no, all. And uh, um, the thing is, like, I, when I said to you at the start of this question, oh, we just want to give you a taster of what our discussion was like. <laughs> it's all we can do because every time this comes up, it rages it on becomes, and it obviously never goes like, away. The thing is, it got to a point where it was very heated at one point. It got really... Like, it got so fucking heated. The thing is, it didn't help that we were all drunk. To no, but it almost came to blows. Like, we would never come to blows amongst our friends. No, because we, but we it love got each to other the point where, like, it we was were questioning why we were friends. I mean, it was as close as it ever came. It got Because, like, so you were sat there kind of like, like, how can I walk around with this back? Everyone this got back so animated. You know what I mean? like, so animated. It was so brilliant. This guy's going no, around with a dirty bum. I remember me and Ash talking about it. It's like, but how are you, what is your wiping technique that you think by sitting you're going up your back? I'm not well, going like, up my back. No, but the way I wipe, so I laid the... It's like full-on <laughs> arm extension, apparently. I put the toilet roll across my whole hand. I then position it at the bum and I pull up. I just think, like, it's that. I'm not... I can pull away before I get to my back. 
Yeah, but then you're still risking getting it down there. You're risking it getting it down there. You pull it away. I'm not like listen. Anyway, this is going nowhere. This. this is going absolutely nowhere because it seriously, seriously is not going to get resolved. And the things you can't help yourself either. You have to like defend your you position. You think of something else that why it's wrong, and you're just like oh. no. And also, you feel I don't know about you, but you feel really attacked because someone starts telling you you're wrong for doing it, and something you're like, you do. And you're like, no, times. no, you're wrong. Yeah, it's really um, heated. But guys, let us know what you think, Jake. Where do can you they stand, tell us? Do you stand or sit? And you can you can email us, not pictures, please, or videos, um, at crossingswords19 at gmail.com. If you want to send me a picture of you wiping your bum out, please don't. Yeah, no, no, no I don't need that. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Crossing Swords. You can find us on YouTube with links to which will be in our social media pages, on our social media pages, and they are at Swords Crossing as well on Twitter and Crossing Swords underscore podcast on Instagram. You, 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 you. Guys, as always, it's been a pleasure. It has, and I hope you've, I hope you've learned something. I hope you've but gone away with please, lots of questions. There's two things I want after this podcast. One is for rippers to become a thing. And secondly, I want you to message us and say how you uh, wipe your assholes. Stand or sit. That's all you need to say. We yeah. don't need any context. No yeah. one else. Anyone who hasn't listened to this context, uh, to this podcast can can read the comments on Facebook or read the mentions on Twitter. I know my sister who listens to this now agrees with you that sitting is the Well, why wouldn't she? She's normal. I don't she's know. Not, you know really well, not. she is. I'm Anyone telling you now, the proof is there. The proof is there. Trust me, I know her better than you. She ain't normal. She sits. It's all I need to know. Right. Um, if that's what you're basing your life listen, decisions off of. <laughs> listen, all I'm saying is no one, if anyone who needs, anyone who doesn't listen to the podcast will never know if you're just saying stand and sit. They have no idea what you're talking about. Mm. But we know. Stand yeah. or sit. That's the big debate of our lifetimes. And I think that's as good a place as any. Yeah. And for now, I stand. Uh, well, you're sitting at the moment. But metaphorically. And figuratively, figuratively, you stand. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm standing. Bye-bye. Bye.